This is Sticks and Stacks with Chris Meany and Eric Young. Everybody, welcome to another edition of Sticks and Stacks, presented by Monkey Knife Fight. I'm Chris Meany. Thanks for taking the time to hang out. Three games on the ice today. We have the Islanders and Flyers. New York has a one nothing series lead. The Tampa Bay Lightning even up their series with the Boston Bruins last night. Double hitter tonight. Not sure why the NHL needs to go down this route with only a handful of teams left. Double hitters. Nonetheless, love the three games We'll wrap it up this evening with Colorado and the Dallas Stars. The Stars with a 2 nothing lead in that series. Let's bring in Eric Young. Eric, what's going on, man? Your Stars, they're feeling it right now, buddy. They're definitely feeling it. And we, we had another show. And we talked about this. This is before COVID, before all that stuff. But I'm pretty sure we can dig up the archives. Dallas was my pick then to win the Stanley Cup. I changed it, obviously, you know, not knowing what was going on. And... The, you know, the, the playoffs are just different. I mean, they are for the playoffs. This may be the hardest Stanley Cup to win. No fans, f- five-month layoff, you know, all that kind of stuff. Everything kind of against them, living in a hotel day-to-day, which I can assure you, you, no matter how nice the hotel is, it doesn't matter. But tons of great hockey, man. This is a super cool time of year. I don't know why the NHL is doing it either, but thank you, NHL, for having hockey every day. I'm not going to lie, I do miss like the four or five games a day. You wake up, noon Eastern, there's a hockey game on. Awesome. Uh, it's, yeah, pretty awesome for sure. So I won't complain that there are three games, although Bruce Cassidy, Bruins head coach, may complain. He said last night he wasn't sure if he was going to start the veteran Yarrow Halak in a back-to-back. And I said, come on, you're starting Halak, right? I mean, Tuka Rask opted out. Halak has been really good. It's not a true back-to-back. Like you said, there's no travel, like – very minimal travel. Yeah. Just go back to the hotel, chill, relax. So uh, it's not as taxing on goalies, although Halak had a big day yesterday uh, with over 40 shots against them. So we'll talk about that game in a little bit. If anybody new to the show, thank you so much for taking the time to hang out with Eric and I. This is a twice-a-week show. Uh, Eric and I talk hockey once a week, usually on the Tuesday, Wednesday. We, we wanted to go today rather than Tuesday because we get the three games in, help you guys make some picks. And, of course, we're going to check out monkeyknifefight.com for a lot of props there that they have on their site. It's a, it's a wicked cool site. And then Jen Piacenti and I will, will be back on Friday. So please rate, review, subscribe. We really appreciate that, whether it's on iTunes, Spotify, wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. It'll help this show grow. It'll help you be able to get the show right away when it comes out so you can get those picks and get those bets in uh, pretty quickly. So I just want to give a shout-out to MuckyKnifeFight.com, of course, because they're the ones that are making this happen for us. Sticks and Stacks uh, presented by MKF. And if you haven't checked out MuckyKnifeFight.com, you're really missing out. It's one of the fastest-growing daily fantasy sites in the world because MuckyKnifeFight.com is different than any other daily fantasy site out there. That's because on MonkeyKnifeFight.com, there's no salary caps and you don't have to play against sharks, which means anyone has a chance of winning. That's right, even you. MonkeyKnifeFight.com has tons of fun daily contests and all the sports you love, not just hockey and baseball. 
basketball, golf, UFC, NASCAR, WNBA, and esports as well. You know what else? MonkeyKnifeFight.com has, Eric, a free $5 game for just signing up. Again, a free $5 game for just signing up. You go to the site, MonkeyKnifeFight.com. You sign up. Boom. $5 free. You can play any props you like. We'll give you a couple winners here throughout the show. And then, boom, away you go. And if you'd like to deposit, all you have to do, use the promo code STICKS. And you will have your first deposit match instantly up to $50. That sticks. So with a name like MonkeyKnifeFight.com, you can be pretty certain you know what you're going to get when you sign up. Monkeys, knives, fights, and sports. Sign up to play today at MonkeyKnifeFight.com. Eric, a free $5, man. I already used it. I'm, I got some money in my bankroll. Things are flowing here. Yeah, no brainer for sure. Monkey Knife Fight is a super slick app and site. Like it, it's very easy for a person that is not um, very new to the gambling space. Um, myself, I mean, fantasy is gambling. Let's be realistic. So I've been doing that for years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Monkey Knife, Monkey Knife Fight's killing it, man, for sure. It's very, very easy to use. Let's get into today. You got the New York Islanders. We'll start there with the Islanders and the Philadelphia Flyers. It is an early game. It's happening at 3 p.m. Eastern, so we won't spend too much time on this, but hopefully uh, you hear this before the puck drops on that game. The Flyers have played to the under in five of their last six games. Uh, Actually, six of their last seven games. Five of the six in the series against the Montreal Canadiens were under, and they really just struggled, Eric, to find some offense. Uh, Eleven of their goals in that series, six of them went off Montreal Canadiens players and in the net, so they definitely had the puck luck going their way. And the Islanders have played to the under in four straight games. I don't have a strong feel on who's going to win this game. If I had to pick a side, I would go with Philadelphia. I think we'll probably see their best effort tonight. And those who follow my work know I am with FTN and over on FTNbets.com. We have a parlay calculator there where you can get the, the best odds. And, and so far, my NHL record is 55 and 45. MLB, I'm 60 and 35. Uh, promo code Meanie over there if you want to check it out. I am on the under in this Flyers and Islanders game. It is at five. I know anytime it's at five rather than 5.5, you want that extra goal. Uh, it does get a little nerve wracking, but I am on that. And um, over on points bet, you can get them at minus 115 at the under. So I'm going to just stick with the trend. I think it will continue to be tight. Uh, but guys, I think if you are playing a Mucky Knife fight with this series, I think you want to take the unders across the board. I just don't think that there's going to be a lot of offense. Let's move over to Tampa Bay and Boston. What did you notice from the Bolts getting back into that series last night? Um, they kind of look like Tampa Bay. You mean like it? Yeah. It, it, it's awesome because, I mean, I want a team like that uh, playing on all cylinders, I want to know. I, like, I want to know what this team is capable of. I think they were amazing last year, and the GM there did an incredible job by making them even better. Like, they they broke records last year, and they got swept in the the first round against Columbus. Everyone knows that storyline. So we fast forward to this year. They put Columbus out in the first round, and now they're looking like they're starting to to, to feel it. You know what I mean? Like, it it, it feels like. They know how good they are. And they're good. And, and they're very good. I love the Coleman-Goudreau addition to this team. Those are the kind of guys you need to win in the playoffs. This is, I mean, I've said this a bunch of times, this is why the Maple Leafs are not, are not in the lineup. They don't have diversity. I mean, Tampa Bay can play any which way you want. And last night, I think, was proof that they're they're the real deal. But that series, is it's going deep, I'm pretty sure. Glad you brought up Blake Coleman because, honestly, you look at the Braden Point, Nikita Kucherov, and Andre Palat line, and that's where the offense has come from, from Tampa Bay, um, you know, in the bubble. But, honestly, they're 
best five-on-five line in terms of just generating scoring chances and dominating play has been Yanni Gord, Blake Coleman, and Barclay Goudreau. And I remember you and I together at the NHL trade deadline doing a show talking about the addition of Coleman and Goudreau and, and everybody outside. You know, everyone kind of really laughing and taking shots at Tampa, though, a little bit. Oh, you're going to give up a first-round pick for these guys? You're going to part with first-round talent? These aren't first-round talents, but what did they miss last year? They missed... A couple players like yeah. this, like a few, you know, grinders, like a Pat Maroon with experience, a Blake Coleman who can get in there. And Blake Coleman a couple years ago was one of four players in the NHL that could give you 100-plus shots, 100-plus hits, and 20-plus goals. Like, it was rare company. He's, in, in like, in that company with Alex Ovechkin who does a lot of things. Like, guys, don't get me wrong. I don't think he's a sniper like Ovi, but he throws his body around. He gets in there. He can play on the power play if needed. I know he doesn't get any real power play time with Tampa. Kills some penalties. And Barclay Goudreau. Uh, I thought was great last year in the playoffs for the Sharks. And that line has been really good. And they were really, really good last round uh, for the Bolts, I thought, against Columbus. And Yanni Gord was starting to hit the score sheet. So there's some value in the DFS community uh, with those three guys. Um, So even in in the last game, Eric, 15 shot attempts for seven against, uh, seven shots on goal, just three against. They had the two goals at five on five, none against, so they led the Bolts that way. They had a team-high seven scoring chances at five on five. They had a team-high five high-danger chances at five on five. So honestly, you look deeper into Blake Coleman, Yanni Gordon, Barclay Goudreau, that's a line, and I think that's the difference between Tampa last year and Tampa this year. Definitely, yeah, definitely. I mean, I understand it's a steep price to pay for those guys, but this team needs to win. You know I mean like that's just the reality of it? Um, they're not going to be able to keep this team together forever because of the salary cap and contracts and everything else. Now the cap is flat, so you know no team was planning for that. They're planning for it to go up, so they're you know they're going to be against it. And next year, the Tampa Bay Lightning are going to look different. So they went all in. They want to yes. win this year. Game two, five on five, according to Natural Stat Trick, shot attempts in favor of Tampa, seventy three to forty seven shots for thirty five to twenty one. Scoring chances a little bit tighter, twenty nine twenty two. But get this, high danger chances at five on five, fifteen for Tampa and only five against. And the expected goals at five on five, three point zero one for the Bolts, one point. Four one four Boston. So I'm looking over at monkeyknifefight.com, and again, you use the promo code STICKS. They'll instantly match your deposit up to $50. Plus, if you just sign up over at monkeyknifefight.com, you're going to get a five free dollars, and you can try out this game. So right away, I'm looking at more or less fantasy points. Brad Marchand, more or less one assist. He's been pretty good in this series. Uh, he's, you know, he was a little slow starting, I believe, in in the bubble. Uh, I don't think David Pasternak is really um, all that healthy, uh, but he's back in the lineup, and the line looks pretty, you know, good, like like the line of usual, right? I mean, one of the best lines in, in hockey. And and for Brad Marchand, he's got three goals and four points in the two games. So I think he'll be able to find uh, the score sheet tonight with an assist. I'm going to take the over. Victor Hedman is at 3.5 for shots on goal and blocks. Victor Hedman is just, he's a minute eater. He's he just human being. is always on the ice, right? He's just always on the ice. Always. What did he play? What did he play uh, last night? I know the game went to overtime. 28-37 he plays. And I just look at the game log from him, and it's 28 minutes, 25 minutes, 25, 26. Jeez, you're, obviously this one stands out when they had like the 17 overtimes yeah, yeah. against the Blue Jackets. He played 57 minutes in that game. So Hedman threw two games in this series against the Bruins. He has two goals, three points. He has four penalty minutes. He has 11 shots. 
on goal. He's just absolutely doing everything. He's blocking shots. He's just on the power play, on the PK. He has lost his spot on the number one power play unit. I'm not too worried about that. The bolts are loaded up front. So, Eric, I'm just going to go ahead and take the over 3.5. I think he gets three shots, and he's probably going to block a shot or two playing 25 minutes a game. Yeah, I mean, I would go the over on that as well. I mean, I'm, I'm not betting against Victor Hedman in anything. He's... He's one of the top five defensemen in the league, maybe top three. I mean, he's absolutely incredible. He does everything. The next one that I like here is more or less, again, prize 2.8. Andre Veseleski, 28.5 saves. I'm going to take the under there. Boston, I feel like, I never want to count out the Bruins, but I do feel like a lot of their offense kind of comes on the power play on special teams, right? Uh, Just so dominant, that first power play unit. And the 5-on-5 five five play, as I just mentioned, has been in favor of Tampa. So Vasilevsky, 28 saves in the first game, 22 saves in the second game. I'm going to take the under there on saves. And then the, the total here prop for Yaro Halak is at 26.5. He's had 35 saves and 36 saves in the two games of this series. He's been really good, as I mentioned, taking over for... Uh, Tuka Rask, he's he's really been, besides that, you know, last night, uh-huh. I mean, only two goals in game one against Tampa, just the one against Carolina, had another game against Carolina where he made 29 saves on 30 shots, just allowed the one goal as well. So uh, I think that Tampa is going to continue to pepper him. So I think he gets over that total. So I got the under 28.5 on Veseleski and the over on Halak at 26.5. You slap 10 bucks on that, 28. You slap your free five. How about that? Slap your free five on it. You get 14. And then away you go. You can make some other picks. Yeah, I say um, do it. Take that five bucks and turn it into 14 and thank me and Chris later because I would do the exact same thing. <laughs> Giddy up. All right, let's get into this last game, Colorado and Dallas. Let's lead off with Nathan McKinnon, even though the Avs are down 2 nothing in the series. McKinnon has a point in all 10 playoff games in the bubble. He's got seven goals, 10 assists for 18, for 18 points, uh, 11 assists rather, for 18 points. 47 shots, that's 4.7 shots per game. And in this series against Dallas, he has three goals, five points, 14 shots in two games. And if you include the round robin against Dallas, this guy has 20 shots in three games. So he is all over the net. And again, the five-on-five play really favored Colorado. According to Natural Stat Trick, the shot attempts 49-22, shots for 26-16, scoring chances for 20 to 11 and the high danger chances 11 to 6. I think that we'll actually see the lines mixed up a little bit just to get a boost in Colorado. We could see Nemestikov up front with Miko Randon and Nathan McKinnon. I don't think they'll split up Randon and McKinnon. That duo is just too darn good. And then maybe Landeskog bumps down to play with Nazem Kadri. So we could see Jonas uh, Donskoy or Vladislav Nemestikov up on that top line. I'll lean with Nemestikov. We've seen it before work out earlier in the year when they acquired him, uh, which seems like forever ago at the deadline. Uh, I will lean that way. Do you have a strong feel here on this game? Do you think, um, you know, Dallas continues to roll because they're getting something from their big boys. Eric Sagan has a goal and three points. Ben has four assists. Radulov has three goals and, and five points. And Pavelski found the score sheet last game on a power play as well. So their big boys are starting to score now. Yeah, Dallas is, is one of my favorite teams. I mean, has been all year. I know I switched it to Vegas when we started doing this show. Um, out of the West is winning the cup. I, I still think it could be Dallas as well. Um, the truth is, is like it's just they, they give up. You know, 
the lowest, you know, during the regular season, the lowest amount of high danger chances, which is a stat I love. They have two really good goalies. Like, their backup is playing unbelievable right now. Kudo, but Bishop is the number one. And I know they're a team that definitely was a platoon where those guys, uh, you know, Hudobin played a bunch of games this year. Uh, and there's a benefit to that because he looks sharp right now. Uh, like you said, the big guys are going. Anytime you can add, you know, Joe Pavelski, Corey Perry, like I know that these guys are in the, the twilight of their career, but they're still super Super talented players, especially on the power play. Joe Pavelski has maybe been the best guy on the ice for the Dallas Stars, which is saying something because he was not good during the regular season. Um, and Dallas is just so big and so fast and physical, and their, their defensive structure is unbelievable. They don't give up a lot of tough chances, and when they do, the goalie's been bailing them out. So it, it, this is maybe my favorite series right now. I haven't missed a minute of it, and I won't miss a minute of the game tonight either. That's part of the reason why we like Dallas. I mean, we like Heiskanen and Klingberg. Yeah. We like their goaltending, whether it's Bishop or Kudobin. Kudobin has been one of the better backups in the league for, for quite some time now. But this is why we liked them, because they made that addition and got Joe Pavelski, who has got a ton of playoff experience and just gives them two solid lines. They weren't great during the regular season, which was baffling to me and to most people that pay attention. I mean, this, they're, they're a, a very deep team. They have a bunch of different players who can play a bunch of different ways. Uh, they've got that one super line, Radulov, Ben, and Sagan. Like, when those guys are on with, like, you know, Heiskanen or Lindell or whatever, I mean, it's like they're just pitching the puck around like it's no big deal. It's it's a very, very talented team. Um, and in my opinion... You know, they should have played for the Stanley Cup last year. St. Louis won that game in overtime, and they won the Stanley Cup. But Dallas was a post away from playing in the Stanley Cup. Don't forget that. And they look fun. Yeah, I kind of – I was with you. Uh, they were a top-two team in the West for me. I thought they, they would battle with uh, Vegas and Colorado. Like, I, there's no surprises to me in the West that the four teams are in. Like, we liked the Canucks as a sleeper. I suppose the Blues being out, it's so tough to repeat. Right in the mm-hmm. NHL, you just don't see it. So the Blues were were going to be in a tough spot regardless. But I got off of them because in the, they went on a nine game losing streak yeah. before the pause. It looked like they didn't know how to score a goal. They were just in a funk, and then out of the pause in the round robin, they didn't look great either. Now they just look super fun. Yeah, they, <laughs> and I'd like this. I'm here for this Dallas team. I, I'd like. They that. could be hitting at the right time. We see this all the time. I mean, like St. Louis, it was is the perfect example. They were, I know, like I'm beating a dead horse, and this has been brought up a million times. They were in last place in the league at, at the break. You know, at the New Year break, and they won the Stanley yeah. Cup. Um, so. I mean, I feel like Dallas is really feeling their stride right now. This is a team I love. And as a Preds fan, they play in the Central. Like, I mean, do you know how much it hurt me to say that I think Dallas is going to win the Stanley Cup? You know, it hurt me. It hurt me. It cut me deep. Yeah. But you got to be real. Dallas is unreal. you got to be real. Yeah, Dallas is unreal. Do you like them to take the commanding 3 nothing seriously tonight? No, I think, I think Colorado bounces back. I think um, Nathan McKinnon is my maybe my favorite player to watch. I feel he's going to take over this game. Um, and, and like shuffling the lines, uh, a sneaky pick for, for fantasy is my man Nakushkin. He's been playing up the lineup a little bit. He may be demoted tonight. I don't know, but that's a guy that, that I've always liked for a million reasons. Um, but I just got a weird feeling on him for, um, a DFS play. I like that call. Yeah. Valerie Nakushkin. So I look at, again, I already rattled off the numbers in game two and five on five, and it's it's hard to imagine splitting up this trio of, of Gabriel Landeskog, Nathan McKinnon, and Miko Rantanen when you hear this stuff, Eric. Yeah. Five on five, they played 10-54 together, 15 shots, shot attempts, one against. They had six shots for, one against. Now, 
the one against went in the back of their net, unfortunately. Uh, 10 scoring chances for, one scoring chance against, five high danger chances for, one against. So that trio absolutely dominated, but they just need a little bit more balance, I think. So I, I do think yep. that they'll they'll adjust the lines, but I'm taking absolutely every single prop that Monkey Knife Fight has on Nathan McKinnon. Let's start with the goalies. Anton Kodobin, 27.5, the over-under for his saves. He's made 28 saves and 38 saves in the two games. I'm taking the over. I think yep. Colorado continues to pepper him. And then there's Pavel Francouz, who hasn't looked like the Francis in the regular season when he's had to fill in for the injured Philip Grubauer. I believe this is the third time he's had to do something like this this year. I think he's a strong goalie. I don't think Dallas is going to be peppering him with shots. I think they'll play a, a sound defensive structure game. I'm going to take the under on 26.5 uh, if Colorado continues to make trips to the penalty box because I thought that's where the game two changed. I thought Colorado was playing pretty good. A couple penalties. Dallas capitalizes, I believe, on a five-on-three game's pretty much over. So take the over on Kadobin, the under on Francis. The next one here, more or less. I like this one a lot. Nathan McKinnon, over under. Just needs to get an assist. 0.5 assists. I just rattled off. He's got a point in every single game so far in the yep. bubble. Give me the He's over. He's a rare company there, too. Like, uh, they put up a thing on the game uh, yesterday, like just, or the day before, and it's, he's in very rare company there. He's doing stuff, like, right now that it is – all world. You mean like he, he is one of the best players in, in the league and he is killing it right now. Yeah. Give me the over. And then the 3.5 for Tyler Sagan, it's shots on goal plus blocks. I know Sagan is a volume shooter, but he's not, he hasn't been the same. He hasn't been the same player no. like where, you know, he'd flirt with 40 goals and, and flirt with 300 shots. He hasn't really been the same player and he hasn't been uber productive in these playoffs, but he has been good over the past couple games with the goal and two assists, but this isn't points. This is just shots. I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take the under there. He's not a big shot blocker. Uh, doesn't really kill a lot of penalties, so I'll take less. Uh, you slap your five bucks on it, 14. I actually like this one a lot more than the Boston Tampa one, but I, I'm pretty confident in both. Try to give you guys winners here, not just uh, for the sake of, you know, picking picks, right? So that's kind of mm-hmm. how I feel there. And McKinnon is up against Tyler Sagan, uh, a head-to-head fantasy point showdown. I like Nathan McKinnon. And then Miro Heiskanen is up against Miko Rantanen. And I just think McKinnon and Rantanen have a huge day. So anytime I see a Mucky Knife fight, props with McKinnon and Rantanen, I'm going to side with them. Uh, so I got McKinnon having a better fantasy day than Tyler Sagan. Even with the bonus 1.5 for Sagan, I really do feel like uh, McKinnon will get it done. Because if you just look at how the fantasy points work, if you're just new, three points for a goal, two points for an assist. We just rattled off what he's been doing. He's been hitting the score sheet. Plus, we just rattled off the fact that he has 20 shots on goal and three games against Dallas. That's 20 fantasy points on Monkey Night Fight. 20. So he gets six shots, which is what he's been getting night in and night out. That's six fantasy points right there. So he he's yeah, already just going to jump up over... Uh, Tyler Sagan. Then if you're looking at putting up points, you can pick any three players that you want. Let's go McKinnon. Let's go. Let's go all Colorado here. Let's go McKinnon, Miko Rantanen, and Kale McCarr. Select those three. I think they'll combine for over two goals. Slap five bucks. Boom. Away we go. And we are just We're printing money here, Chris. We're printing money. We're printing money, man. Uh, and there, there's no Nachushkin. As we said, we, I, we do feel like the lines will be juggled, but it's mostly um, some superstars here. McKinnon over under 8.5 fantasy points. I like the over. Miko Rantanen uh, versus Heiskinen fantasy points. Again, I like Miko. So Landeskog, McKinnon, Miko Rantanen. 
those are the three I like more or less five times your money. You want to get risky and, and just make a little bit more money five times. You put five bucks on that 25. You really want to try to win some money because monkey knife fight. It has it guys. It really does. Here's a five game slate for you, Eric over under 27.5 saves for Kadobin. Yep. Under 26.5 for Francis. Yep. Got the assist for Nathan McKinnon. Yep, got the under 3.5 shots on goal for Tyler Sagan plus blocks. Yep, and then Mc- and then Miko Rantanen. He needs to find the back of the net, but I think he will with one goal. Slap five on that. $75, guys. I really feel like this is a solid play. You do have to go five for five, but give that a checkout. Again, free $5 for just signing up. MonkeyKnifeFight.com. Sign up. Use the promo code STICKS. And they will instantly match a deposit up to $50. Check out monkeyknifefight.com. Check out Eric Young at Twitter, at the Eric Young, myself, at Chris Meany. At the Eric Young, right? I got that right? We've only been doing shows here for a little bit, yeah. buddy. That is it. Yeah, the Eric Young. I don't, I don't know why I did that. Because <laughs> you are the Eric, Eric Young. Young, man. That's it. Eric Young was taken, so I'm the <laughs> Eric Young. And on the way out, I got some winners here for you guys. Again, you head over to uh, ftnbets.com. You can see all of my picks. I am under on Philly in New York, under five goals. I'm taking the over between Colorado and Dallas at over 5.5. And again, if you just go over there and at the parlay calculator to give you the absolute best option, Odds. DraftKings Sportsbook is saying uh, minus 110 for that over. And then I take a look at just some straight out picks. I like Colorado to win today, minus 140. That's over on DK Sportsbook as well. I like Tampa to bounce back, plus 100 over on DK Sportsbook as well. That'll do it. We'll be back next week. Enjoy the hockey. Talk to you soon. Cheers. Cheers.